0: It's time
1: for Talking Tontons, Star Wars discussion podcast. From reviews of the latest shows and books to breaking news and thoughtful interviews, join us as we dive into all things from a galaxy far, far away.
0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Tauntauns. I am Jim Lahane, and with me, as always. Is Nicole H
1: Quinn? Hello there. Still getting used to that, but it's okay. Yeah, no. it's a pen name, Holly. It's you know we're trying to use it I was like, did you more. get
2: married when I wasn't looking? I got no. real
1: confused for a second. I did not. I just changed my name.
2: <laughs> my official I'm a little chagrined
1: name. that you dropped the the Frenchiest part. Oh well, I that's mean, where the H the H is in there. It's it's I an know, illusion. but you can't say the. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, but I'm way too easy to find, man. Like, I'm way You're too grim. easy to find. Yeah, I feel you. So,
0: yeah. So, and, and with us, the other voice.
1: I <laughs> <You laughs> like how I just butted into Chris.
0: I, I didn't realize. I'm like, oh, wait, we didn't tell Holly. We changed the opening, and I'm, this is just going to be weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just going for it. <laughs> Damn
2: it. What's happening here?
0: <laughs> and with us is our favorite Holly Fry.
2: Hi. I'm probably your only
1: Holly Fry.
0: Um, currently? <laughs> You but are yes. the
1: best is Jim says that every time, and every guest says this like that's it's like, I'm probably your <laughs> right. only my name, and it's like, yep, you are right that he won't stop I mean there are a lot of them <laughs> it turns yeah. out, but yeah. oh really, yeah, well you're but definitely our favorite several in my city,
2: which is weird oh, but... that's real weird, yeah, super weird. it's like a yeah. nexus of holly fries <laughs> uh,
0: there's a couple of Jim Lahanes around um. Making and I trouble. know one of them. One mm-hmm. one of them does uh, handicap betting for golf because if you Google Jim Lehane, he comes up more than I do. Which Dude, is you have to weird. get your
1: SEO in check. Okay, we uh, oh, can fix that. Please,
0: we, no, 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 no. <laughs> I can do it. Just those letters alone break me. Um. <laughs> Hi,
1: She's thank you for having
2: me back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome
0: back, Holly. <laughs> How are you doing, Holly?
2: You know, I'm good. I've criticized Nicole already. I've, um, <laughs> you can't de Frenchify. That's the best part. I know. Um, I'm sorry. No, I've listened like it's my, like I have any say. Um, <laughs> uh, I have I Nolly also insulted Jim already? I not, know, not, not on, not, not on air recording. Um. <laughs> not on air. um, I don't know what to tell you
0: then. Yeah. <laughs> Get
2: your act together, Lehane. There you go. And then, um, I'd, I'm just happy to be here.
0: <laughs> my With my last name, that sounds French, but actually isn't.
2: Right. I have a colleague whose last name is French, but is not pronounced that way. And I'm just mm. like, you're ruining it. You are ruining it. You, you have a are gift. ruining it. What are you doing? Right. Like, me, I'm like, that's a it. chick magnet. That's like, you just sound smarter. It's yeah. like a PhD without doing the work. Mm-hmm. No won't
0: do Uh, it so i did it the wrong way
2: (laughs) you could really french it up and be like no it's it's pronounced and then people will be like well yes sir right away
1: sir do you need caviar do you have some great coupon please don't
2: protest my transportation needs sir
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's actually my father always thought it was french and um Until he he had died before ancestry was a thing. And Uh. so I like looked it up and it's like, oh, it's not French whatsoever. (laughs) There's no No. French in our history. It's uh, actually just the English going, um, yeah, we don't like the Irish spelling of um, Linnehan. So we're going to change that.
2: (laughs) We're going to fancy this
1: place up a little. Sure. How are you, Nicole? Oh, I'm fine. Um, Hanging in. You know, I'm I'm currently like sat in front of my uh, medication for the surgery I have coming up. There's so many medicines in front of me and they're just haunting me. So if I ever like just start disassociating during this recording, you know why. Um are so just going to start popping them? Like a- <laughs> no, I'm just in, in dread, you know, it's going to be fine. But like, you know, just staring at them, getting ready for this thing that I've been prepping for for like a year. So like, you know. It's fine. So that's how I am. Dread is nigh. Yeah, it's it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Nothing life-threatening. I'm fine. I, uh, everything's You'll okay. You'll be fine. You'll but, be fine. But, like, it's just not going to be fun. And I'm just staring well, at the meds a, that prove it.
0: Not you many know? people go into surgery thinking, you know, it will be great. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> you know, no, I like really. to
2: carry like a, a a party noise maker with me oh, into sure. the OR. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a little a maraca for
1: excitement. <laughs> oh, definitely little right. little poppers. You know. Yeah. Pets. yeah. You,
0: you know what helps a, a kazoo? Put you
1: know what punch? helps
0: the surgeon really get into mood when somebody just randomly blows a kazoo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. That'll yeah. do it. Um, so yeah, otherwise fine. You know, doing my thing, writing a lot of words. What are you Huzzah! gonna
2: do?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, all right. How about you, Jim? Did we uh, did we cover you yet?
0: I don't think we covered me. I'm going to all Disney right, World doing? tomorrow, so that's what. Yeah. uh That's what. Um, I see? Um, that's what's up here. Uh, Stay at the Polynesian, which is a, a bucket mm, list uh, resort. Yeah. So. I love the t- Polly. Yep, yeah, took, took Nicole's one. recommendation of doing the DVC points, so we'll yes. see if this works, and if it doesn't, it's all on you. It's my fault.
1: Dun, dun, it's dun. worked for my family thrice, so um, I think oh, you're going to be fine. Literally,
2: just wake thrice. up late and walk to walk to Trader Sam's. Just
1: Oh, have a Dole Whip in right. your friggin' hotel is the best.
0: Oh, I'm excited, I'm and it looks it. like our hotel, the, the DVC, looks like it's right mm-hmm. next to the uh, transportation
1: and it ticket center,
0: yeah. so you we can walk, walk yeah. to mm-hmm. the monorail to get to Epcot yep. uh, without having to hop monorails. So yes, a,
2: a yes, up. and those I, footpaths
1: I, have been much improved in the yes, recent years. They have. You could probably just walk to Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, child does not walk that far. No, but it's possible. That's all I'm saying. You have <laughs> the option. You know? we're,
0: we're bringing our wheelchair, so we're hoping. We're go. hoping everything will, will be will be good and It'll uh That'll be awesome. We got our, our DAS pass. We're 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 You're set. We are set. We are excited.
2: Awesome. Dole Whips,
0: dole Monorails, whips every day.
1: party all the time. <laughs> Heck yes.
0: <laughs> I, I I don't even need the alcohol, I'll just sit there with a dole whip. I'm I'm good.
1: There is alcoholic dole whip. You can
0: do both. Yes, I, I, you know, I know, I uh, know. You know you know who um enlightened me to alcoholic dole whip? Polly's co host. Oh, uh, nice. Brian Young.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. Very
2: yeah, nice. Yeah, I, um, this was the downside of putting a soft serve machine in my house is that I can make Dole Whip and then the bar is right there. Oh. <laughs> you're
0: <laughs> living like I had my a Dole Whip 10 minutes before we recorded. I'm like, how about Dole Dang. Whip
1: and absinthe? Let's see what happens today. <laughs> Usually the choice is like coconut rum or some other kind of rum. And you're sitting there like absinthe. That's the one. I love Pineapple absinthe. Pineapple and absinthe. All these right. see in pink unicorns. Just like this is no. Right. I support no, you. When I, I do love fruits, absinthe, but also damn, damn,
2: very nice I do love absinthe. But the thing is, if you have like a big soft serve machine, because ours is mm-hmm. like a borderline industrial one, oh my which gosh. I got for the tiki lounge because when we put in our cantina. I felt bad that the Tiki Lounge wasn't the cool room anymore. And I thought I'll buy it a gift of Dole Whip and put in a soft serve machine. But anyway, the problem is that cleaning it is horrible. I was never cool enough growing up to be the kid that worked in the ice cream shop. That was for cool kids in our town. Oh, Mm. that's my wife. (laughs) And I didn't know that that's like a long and arduous affair at the end of the party to
1: clean the saucer <laughs> machine. Damn. So I don't it have sucks. to whip every
2: day. I have it on a cage.
1: Yeah, it's got to be worth the cleanup. Yes, I hear you.
0: It's, I like I like how you call it absinthe. Um, I had a friend in uh, college who went and did a study abroad in Spain, and he always mm. called it absenta. And so he's like he um, smuggled me back a bottle. Um on his on his flight back. And um that that was our, our college go to drink, um the Absinthe. You could still buy Absinthe. It's everywhere It was know. I think the not uh, American um legal. Yeah, version. it's got
2: wormwood in it. It's not cool.
0: That's what um, I'm saying. Yeah. It was the it was the wormwood uh friendly. But even version. most
2: I think a lot of European countries don't do the wormwood anymore. Either. Yeah, they really don't. Um, but I sure love absinthe just the same. It's a funny one. Yeah. If you go to bars in disney world a lot of them that used to have absinthe drinks on the menu don't anymore mm. not because there's anything wrong with it you can still get the drink but they had so many problems of people thinking oh i'll try absinthe and expecting it to be something it was not and then going yeah. i don't like this and they were pouring out hundreds of dollars of absinthe into the sink
1: every night so um that makes as someone, sense as someone who
0: hates licorice i could
1: definitely see that <gasps> oh, it's so good yeah I enjoy it. Um, what is the other one that tastes like licorice that I really like? Sambuca. Baker.
2: Oh yeah, sambuca.
1: Yeah, that's the one that my family has. I'm Italian, so it's around all the freaking time. You got sambuca, frangelica, like all that stuff is all all around. Yum, but yum, yum. yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> we're, you
0: know. we're, we're we're talking up Holly's uh, Holly's lane, but not the lane we had her on the show for. I know, right? <laughs> no, nope.
2: nope. I'm like, when are we going to start talking about Brenevin, which is my big favorite right now? the s- national spirit of iceland
1: oh i'm not familiar i'm gonna have to um
2: which licorice makes have. me think of it um it's yeah. a caraway spirit it's an aquavit really it's a caraway okay. spirit and sometimes it has like an under a uh, secondary flavor of of licorice and it's hmm. delicious
1: it sounds delightful it is delightful I'm writing it down in my head right now <clears throat> Jim right. could
2: probably get it at his local liquor store. The Northeast has no problem here in Nicole's the South. Nicole's in New Jersey. Yeah, I'm in Jersey, so I probably Yeah, could you too. totally can. Uh, here in the nice. South, hard to get. Have to yeah. do some coercion and secret shipping type activities. Yes, yes, yeah. yes,
0: yes. I'm not, liquor stores are weird in New York. I'm not used to this. Utah, the liquor stores are actually really fantastic in Utah.
1: Um, That's shocking, but go on. It
0: is, is really shocking, but they're, they're all state run. And so all the oh. liquor stores are the same, and they, all, they order in such large bulk that they can get anything. And so they have tons of variety from all over the world. You come to New York, everyone is a small mom-and-pop liquor store that orders all yep. their own stuff, and so the selection is terrible. It's usually all the same stuff across the liquor stores, and they're not like terribly difficult to get stuff. And so like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, miss, I actually miss Utah's liquor stores for some reason. That's wild
2: huh that's why you make friends with your local liquor store so they will order you the special things that you like there you go that's
0: that that's 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 thinking right there that's the move yeah (laughs) all right star we weren't
1: supposed to talk about booze on this show at all but that's okay why not
0: all right i got one news item for today and it's because the internet (sighs) pissed me off
2: God, I, f- I feel Got like him. that's that's the subtitle of every day. The internet pissed me, pissed off. me off.
0: Your will
1: freeze before you reach the first marker. will see you in hell. Hello, what have we here?
0: Well, I typically try to stay away from the part that's going to piss me off, but this was one that it was like so dumb. Well, and unavoidable. It was everywhere. It was. It was. Yeah. Uh, like I do not understand why it was everywhere. Mm. Um. Because that's how dumb it is. Yeah. Uh so they're on IGN, um the he- I'll read the headline. Star Wars director Charmine Obechinoi. Is that I'm not certain how to pronounce her, her name. Um says it's about time a woman shaped a Star Wars film. And for anyone who knows me will understand I am a thousand percent in favor of this. Because right. yes. You're like, we, like cool. Like why not? Go <laughs> on then. We need alternate voices of non-white men directing our Star Wars. Um, anything like TV? Mm-hmm. Anything like I know um, women have gotten to direct some of the episodes directing, of Mandalorian, yes. but mm-hmm. they—they're obviously not. in They're not the, showrunners. They're well, actually, Obi Wan.
2: Yeah, Deborah Chow. Deborah, Deborah, Deborah Chow, Chow. Yes.
0: Yeah, um, but we haven't had a, um, a, a non-white man-led uh, director for a Star Wars film at all. Mm-hmm. And so that's I'm like a thousand percent in favor of this and the internet blew up complaining about this and I'm like, what why? And they're all citing like, well, what about the sequel trilogy and Rogue One? And I'm like, that's not what she meant
1: yeah like what are you talking about they, although
2: like, I before we go any further just as a correction, I don't think Deborah Chow was showrunner on Obi-wan even though I don't she, think she was I think it was um What's um. no no um Joby Joby harold
1: oh there we go oh thank you i think
0: i I would i would have to look that up yeah i'm not sure um i I know i know she was i know she was the director she directed all of it
1: but i don't think that she wrote a bunch of it um yes
0: so but anyway i just
2: didn't didn't want to be blurting out false information
0: no you're good i uh kenobi corrected in real time so yeah, that was, it was mostly like. Joby all Harold the... is
1: correct, yes.
0: Sorry. So, no, no uh, yeah, I was just, it was just the, the backlash that people got online for like posting the article. And like, I'm like, why? Why is this a bad thing?
2: I mean, it isn't.
0: No. Exactly. I, 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 just...
2: uh, I think for the people that are upset about it they have maybe a misguided sense of what Star Wars is and how much they do or do not have ownership over it.
1: Yes. That's the kindest way I can put it. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I don't know that there's there's much to add to that. It's just, you know, it's to dumb. be not nice about it. Freaking crybabies can't get over the fact that, you know...
0: Women exist?
1: Uh, yes. Women and people of color exist, and they're really upset about it, I guess, I don't know, and think that there's only one person who gets to tell a single story, and like, that's it. And if other stories exist, then that means that they're being canceled or whatever. Um, It's just people are dumb. That's, that's that's the nicest way i can say it (laughs) (laughs) that's the nicole h version that's right
2: (laughs) i just i found myself getting frustrated by the statements that people were making where they were like i guess leia and ahsoka aren't enough and and i'm just like um no actually
0: Mm -mm. they're but that also has nothing to do Right. They didn't direct... Them it's the a end. weird
2: thing. It's like the same thing that I get frustrated with in a, a much less, I hope, incendiary... Mode of discussion about Star Wars, which is like balance to the forces in a math equation, right? It's not like mm. you have to have two Sith and two Jedi for it to be balanced eventually. Like, we don't need you. any of that. And it's kind <laughs> of the same thing, right? Like, you don't, you don't, every woman that is involved in Star Wars isn't subtracting from anything men have contributed or will contribute in the future. It's only growing and expanding.
1: Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah, you get more Star Wars. Isn't that dope? Like, I always point to this, like, study that, unfortunately, I can't cite exact numbers, but if you want to look it up, go have fun. There's a study that was done (laughs) that if if you have a man and a woman in a scene, uh, in, like, film, and the woman talks just as much as the man did, the perception will be that she talked more than him. Right. Like, and if she talks like 30% of the time, people will think it's even. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just your, your perception is skewed. Just because women are trying to take up some more space than they have traditionally doesn't mean they're going to take all of it. That is not how this works. Like... You have years and years and years and hours and hours and hours of Star Wars stories led by men. And that's fine. No one's taking those away from you. They don't disappear. We're just adding some from some different perspectives and there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back like disappear. Like they're still there. It's gonna be okay. What? I, I know what a concept. We we're
2: deleting all copies.
1: They are. We're, we're, I'm coming for them in the night. I would be so sad. Um, like, yeah. It's yeah. Ridiculous. It's okay, y'all. You, you you still have, like, you know, just because Ray exists doesn't mean, you know, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Luke and Yoda and Mace Windu and, like, all these people didn't. It's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: got to be okay, y'all. I promise. I don't understand, though. But mm-hmm. but, but Ray. Yeah.
1: <laughs> how dare she, <laughs> Mary how, Sue? How
0: dare she exist?
1: How d-dare. dare, how dare. me? dare
2: Oh, oh. God.
0: that was my news. I know it was a bummer, but it was one of those that like, I couldn't avoid it because you can you couldn't avoid it on the internet for some yeah. Like I'm like, it's this news? Right? Um, Why I, is this a thing? Why? Why did she feel the need? Like, yes, I understand why she felt the the director felt the need to say it, but why did she need to feel the need?
1: Like, that's. And also, why did IGN decide to write a story about it?
0: Yeah, it's...
1: that's well. It and... is what it is. It's a good quote. It's fine. It also is valid. It's a valid point. It is a valid point. Yeah, I'm saying it's so a valid fine.
0: point, but it shouldn't be.
1: Right. It it's, should, just it, should yeah, just. it shouldn't happen. have to be. Yeah. 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 This shouldn't be a, a contested thought. But anyway, we've, we've spent enough air on that one. <laughs> Let's talk about Absinthe again. <laughs> yes. Sounds great.
0: All right. But the real reason that we brought Holly on is Nicola and I had recently Hi. read the... Um, the first book of the Padme series. Yes. And when reading the book, they were talking about Palpatine's clothes. Yeah. And it triggered something in my head, and went, "I love Palpatine's attire." And you know who else loves Palpatine's oh, attire? Me. I know. I know Holly loves. And we haven't talked about the fashion, like fashion in universe of Star Wars, and I'm like, yeah. that, that would be a fun topic. Um, I love,
2: love, love, love that Palpatine unashamedly dresses like a mother of the bride all the time <laughs> he is not being evil. I mean it. I love
1: it. That's the best equivalency I've ever heard. I love That's it. That's phenomenal.
2: You know it's i true. right. Look at these dresses. Yeah. Stunning. <laughs>
1: The man wears a gown like no other. Ah,
2: Those sleeves, those leg
1: of mutton sleeves. Oh my God. So good. I I could just picture him. Damn.
0: Like having a designer and him just looking at the designer going, no, this is how you do it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah. Sheev is a dandy. Sheev is the ruby rod of Star Wars. I mean, like, (laughs) he loves, he loves a velvet ensemble. He do. Red.
0: I think he just, red, like, red.
2: He's yes like i love as if there weren't proof in rise of skywalker he manages a costume change for like his big moment <laughs> i'm like he do. yes i love that your rotting corpse is like somebody needs to make me a cummerbund and it better be red
1: <laughs> better be gorgeous <laughs> those
2: pin tucks need to be on point because i will cut you like i love all of this i love all of it
1: he is he is a diva, and we love him for it. Hundred like, percent. Which damn. is
2: fun. It makes it funny to me that when he is in emperor mode, mm. dull is dirt. Just give me the black cloak and let's. I understand why, because I had to cover his fancy pants ensembles quickly when <laughs> he was playing me. double duty.
1: <laughs> yes, and also no one would suspect that our peacock right. over here is is the dull as dirt. You know, right. he's just wearing a little robe, and a that's good it. Piece of misdirection. He's a freaking dementor over here. Like it's fine. You know. Ugh. Ugh. They're so good. Um. Yeah. I.
2: I. And I will say, right. Like, I don't know if either of you has gone to see the costumes when they've been on display at various museums. I, I follow those things around like people follow the Grateful Dead. Like, I'll go <laughs> to any city and look at those costumes. Um. Also because it's fun to see how different museums display them because they all do mm. it a little bit differently. Um but the workmanship is so spectacularly beautiful. That's the other thing, right? When you mm-hmm. see them on screen, they look beautiful and they're gorgeous and like, ooh, using fancy pants unicorn. But then when you see them in person, like, oh, they're like couture level construction. They're so beautifully made.
0: I, None of I, them look amazing. costumey. Has i assume that's changed like for like the ot i can't imagine that the ot had this level of no
2: they don't and no they actually way. suffer in that environment because of it like when you're at the you know an exhibit where they're showing like all of these incredible prequel costumes and where you know with trisha bigger headed up the costume department for that and then you see like Leia's Leia's um, Hut Slayer outfit and it's like red vacuum molded plastic and the paint has chipped off and like, I mean, they're doing a lot of work in terms of conservatorship and stuff to keep it as, you know, beautiful as it can be. But you can tell it's not the same level of technique to mm-hmm. begin with. It was um, not
0: meant to last beyond the no, end of filming. No,
2: they didn't think that. And that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, to be clear, I'm not dogging on any of the people that no. worked on those costumes. That Most They're... costumes are made that way. That's yeah. how mm-hmm. movies work. They're not intended to be showpieces forever. Um, plus, once... this
0: is pre-4K where... Right, yeah.
2: never going to see it.
0: Yeah um, and, and they're not going to see it at home. You like it's in the th- movie theater. That's all they thought right. about. Yeah. You're going to see it in the theater. That's it.
1: <laughs>
2: and for clarity, like Star Wars is not the only franchise where that transition to higher um higher end technical stuff for seeing things has has shifted where it's like uh oh like i remember when they did the remasters of the original star trek and they're like scenes where you can stories see coffee stains that. on like a <laughs> leonard nimoy's uniform and stuff like because they oh just God. they weren't ever thinking you were gonna see any of that stuff and now All you right. can there is um leia's bespin outfit which is my very favorite of the ot by a wide oh i love it so much it's beautiful um when you see it in person and it hasn't been touring in the u.s in a while it's been in overseas tours it has a grease stain on it that's like well look at that um
0: like in film
2: i don't know if it shows up on the film that you would see because it's so airy that like any backlighting fills it out and it's got a lot of movement but when it's on a mannequin in a display you're like Hey, somebody Damn. spilled a sandwich on that. Like, there's clearly like a it's piece of pastrami our, hit it or something. Yeah, it was
0: R two. Yeah. He just right? got he had a, his oil bath and he just got a little too close.
2: A little excited. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So there are. Whereas that kind of thing, like the the prequel costumes have been uh, have have had the benefit of not only couture level construction, but they have been treated with a lot of love and care. Yeah. um thinking about conservation i think i said conservatorship earlier and i meant conservation um but anyway they're just they they knew those were going to become like show pieces so they have yeah they have gotten a little although i have heard that the um the parade gown from episode one you know all of those petals on her cape yeah um I have not seen that one on display. I don't know if I've ever seen it, but I've heard those petals are getting a little rattier around the edges. Uh, uh, so yeah. It's
0: only been 20, 25 years. Well, yeah, that, right. And those yeah. are like
2: a very, like they're not edge finished. They're just cut pieces of fabric. So they keep that airiness. So there's nothing to keep them from fraying. Mm-hmm. And over mm-hmm. time, even if you're very gentle, you know, threads are going to come loose on stuff like that. So, yeah,
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, our boy, Sheev, he's he's he is an an icon. He is the moment. But like, to me, it's always gonna be um, Padme Padme in episode one. And all you know, all the prequels but her dresses as the queen of naboo are <gasps> they're it i know bananas. a lot
2: of people really love the the padme clothes of yeah, episodes two clothes. and three definitely but for me i love all the formal stuff i love 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 it that's like mm-hmm. i when episode one came out if you recall like i fell in love with that pre-senate kimono like in the love with it like I would have yeah. left my new husband for it I think I was in love with it I remain in love with it and yeah. I literally would like buy tickets to the theater the entire run at times when I knew there were going to be very few people there and I would sit in the back with my little notepad and a tiny book light and like sketch stuff in the like 27 seconds it was on screen I'd be like oh, yeah. oh, that's how that
0: curly Q goes
2: like it was the most
0: doodle. I like that's how you cute. didn't take a camera in. Like, despite all this, like... My brother, like, it was 1999.
2: Ill- do you think any camera illegal. existed that could really do any good? Yeah. No. Uh, no. <laughs> that was a flip, flow, flip
1: phone time. If no, you I, cool. I, I didn't mean
0: like a phone camera. I meant like a real camera.
1: <laughs> uh, the video camera's like this freaking big, man. How are you going to do that? Like, no. That's a yeah. camcorder. Yeah. This was long,
2: <laughs> long before the GoPro. But um, yeah. yeah, there just wasn't... Lots of time. And I, um, at the time that that movie came out, I was working in a university library and we had a very, very lovely 50 seat theater in that library because our head librarian loves loved movies and loved all that stuff and maintained this absolutely beautiful kind of objectively not necessary, but vital to everyone's happiness space in the library. (laughs) And when the, the trailer for episode one first came out. If you remember downloading that business and it took an hour or however long. yeah, (laughs) Um, He let me have a bunch of people come over to the library on like their lunch break. And like my husband's entire office came and friends of mine came from their jobs and we all watched the trailer in there. And then after that, I just watched the trailer in there again for the 1.3 seconds of that costume that appeared. (laughs) I'd be like, pause. I, it's it's blurry. It's in motion. I can't pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the
1: saddest, saddest. That that movie might be for me my favorite fashion movie in oh, all of Star Wars. It's so good. Phantom Menace might because specifically, and I can see the. This is how obsessed I am. I can see the bag on your shelf, Holly, because I have the same one, the red one, on your mm-hmm. that one. It's just that classic red. Queen Amidala, like, I had to buy that bag. I bought that bag the second it was available. Oh, me too. I I cherish it. Like, it is beautiful, it is stunning, and that, just that, when you think Queen Amidala, that outfit, that's what I'm talking about. I have the free senate gown put on shoes stunning <laughs> stunning absolutely stunning <laughs> like, i have a problem. problem i feel you though like they put out padme stuff and i want it you know and then i have to remind myself that i do not have padme's capabilities to pull such things off and i'm like i wear black and like that's it you know what i mean like you can wear the travel gown for days i could i <laughs> really could <laughs> like oh my god there's there's a lot there that i'm like mm. it's good um, stuff yeah. yeah she's just unbelievable anytime her universe puts out padme stuff i'm like like they put out her lake dress mm-hmm. her lake dr- let's talk about the lake dress for a second you I know can. that's attack of the clowns no like, you're
2: not gonna get as much enthusiasm from me on this one i'm like it's fine it's
1: fine but it's beautiful
0: this is um uh, that's that's for me
1: yeah i mean that i just think that dress is the color the everything it's just oh my god
2: it's pretty but it doesn't it never i have so many friends for whom it's like
1: the one sure 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 but i've never had that connection to it yeah i mean it's not the one it's just iconic you know what i mean like i i understand that it is the one for like you said like for a lot of people that is like the it dress and i understand but phantom menace to me is like more compelling and, and more daring and more like she's taking chances and we love it you know what i mean like yeah. very regal i love that but like for i'm at the lake with my boyfriend who can't be my boyfriend like love it i live you know um she's like she's a freaking champion i love her but yeah i mean she serves she serves. And she did so so that her daughter could also serve. <laughs> right? I mean, Leia kills, like, absolutely kills. And, you know, the, her buns, the buns that she wore, like, once became freaking iconic, you know? Like, she put her hair up. I'm talking in-universe, right? Like, obviously yeah. someone did that for the whole movie, and I understand. But if you're talking about Leia herself, she had her hair done like that one time. And now it's, like, the thing. You know, I just think it's the the double buns, you know, it's it's cute. Impractical, (laughs) but cute. The cinnamon rolls. Uh, The cinnamon rolls, exactly. Like, she just wore whatever white gown was around for whatever reason, put her hair up in some buns, threw a weird belt on, called it a day, and then it became absolutely iconic. That doesn't impress me half as much as like what she's wearing on Hoth. Like as she is fleeing Uh, from the empire and she looks so damn cute in her little vest and the little Brady's like so cute. cute. I had that vest for a while and then I had to sell it for reasons, but like, I loved that vest. I was never wearing it. Like I don't really wear mine, but I have it. Um, Yeah.
2: We have not talked about, and I feel like these are the unsung fashion heroes of the prequels. Yes, ma'am. Queen Jamila and Queen Apollana. Ooh. Because they also have Ooh.
0: spectacular gowns. Mm. their the gowns are, are... like blinking you miss them almost in the movies.
2: Um, well, Queen Jamila has lines. I made that costume because I love it so much. Um, mm. And then Apolana is just at Padme's funeral. But it's very right. similar in cut to the pre-Senate kimono made with different textiles. And it's a little bit darker. Like the this the beads on her headdress are darker instead of the pearls, and in lieu of the the brush, the hair brush, of um like the sweep of hair that goes across the top of it, it's feathers. It's so
0: beautiful. That's I had to pull them up, and I'm like, oh, okay, now I Ooh,
1: now I recognize. Ooh, Yeah, that is stunning. You're yeah. absolutely right. It's amazing. That is beautiful. And who is the other one? I'm so sorry. Jamila. You just said it. Jamila. Jamila. Thank you. So I think. Oh. Yes, I love her penguin dress. What is going on with like the queens? The queens of Naboo, just
2: <clears throat> I mean, there's like
1: an artistic culture.
2: Well, right, it's, totally. It's there's no accident that that is also where the dandy Sheev came from. Of right? course,
1: Naboo has the best
2: to style the best. is prioritized, and I we love that. For them.
0: If they actually thought of that when they're like coming up with. Palpatine's like attire. They're like, well, he's from the same planet as
1: Padme. Yes, like, probably. Yeah, I don't see why not.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you, um, oh, shout out to the visual dictionaries, my most loved tomes of life. Um, it's really, really interesting when you look at the episode one visual dictionary when it came out, because they have other Naboo citizens, you know, you mm-hmm. can see them uh in you know they're much smaller and less featured than for example you know Amidala or or Palpatine but you see that there is a through line of design style and like mm-hmm. um you know stylistic trends that must be going on on Naboo that kind of connect the dots like they're mm-hmm. all related visually which
1: i like mm-hmm. heaps heaps <laughs> It makes sense. Like it makes sense that this is like part of Naboo's cultural fabric.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She said, "No pun intended, but yes, that they're part of their cultural oh, fabric. fabric. Is their fashion."
2: Now Jim gets it. Come on, buddy. Good job, Jim.
1: <laughs> Keep up, babe. Um, I'm yeah, here. I just I I'm oh god, it. it's ridiculous. Um, I didn't mean to do that, but uh, anyway, um. Because they're well, they're, they're doing well, <laughs> like everything else about like Naboo seems to like point to some level of wealth. Well, they're At wealthy least.
2: and they also value the arts. I mean, Correct. you know, there's a, um, yeah. a a connecting point
1: there.
0: Definitely. The daily life has become the Met Gala.
1: <laughs> like it's not, it's not on the other side, Tatooine. Where it's, like, these are clothes just to put something on my body and protect me from the sand. Like, this is it. It's hot as hell, but I need, like, a friggin', um, like, a burlap sack on me so that, like, I'm not pelted by, you know, the sandstorms that are very dangerous, says Anakin. Like, it's the exact opposite, right? Sand gets
0: everywhere. You have no idea.
1: Oh, I've heard. I've heard tell that, like, it's, it's just so annoying. Um course yeah it's bad but yeah it's just it's interesting to see those two cultures at odds in phantom menace right like you have the handmaidens who also like oh i
0: love i love the it almost like an ombre the uh it's
1: beautiful like the, everything the, they the lay down s- yeah is simple and not simple but it's just elegant and it's, it's made to kind of serve as the background to whatever the queen is wearing. And we love that. It, like, yeah. adds. Right? So you have that. And even down to their, like, ships. Their ships fit, too. They're just beautiful and sleek and, like, gorgeous. And you have that that land on Tatooine. And you immediately see that, like, this beautiful juxtaposition. And um, I think that you're telling a lot about this star-crossed lover's story. And literally, what they get to wear every day, yeah, like immediately, and I love that. I love the storytelling about these two cultures in just their garb. You know, like that's all you need. We get a lot more than that because, of course, we do. But like, like the jewelry, right? If you think about the little necklace that Anakin makes for Padme, it's a little piece of wood, right? The Japoor no snippet. On, it's 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 so cute. It's a little baby, right? Like, it is not elegant. It is not... It's beautiful in its own way, but it's not beautiful in that way. It's not jewelry that you would see on Naboo. And she, like, wears it forever, you know? Like, hidden away, because of course she does. But, like, it just tells you so much about their relationship and how much they value each other. When that is not... That doesn't fit the brand. That doesn't fit the look, right? In a culture that is so... That's so important, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, like, I just think that, yes, the, the the fashion is stunning and beautiful and phenomenal, but I just, I think it's also worth touching on the fact that that tells so much of a story, you know? Now so.
0: all I can think about is the palace ship polisher when the ship comes back oh, from no. Tatooine going, wait, <laughs> you parked it where?
1: You went where?
2: <laughs> this is <Giant>. trashed. <laughs> trashed. Um... Are, is your intention with this discussion to focus primarily on the prequels or can we wander nope. far afield? Nope.
0: What fashion in Star Wars? Go Any,
2: on. Anything you want Because listen, I have spent today, often while I'm working at home, I just have stuff on in the background because I can't... I'm not a music while I work person and I need noise. So yeah. today we just had Andor going all day long. And can I just tell you how obsessed I am with the costume design of Ferex. Oh my obsessed! God. Obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Every background character has a cool as hell outfit. It's kind of like in that space where it could be Tatooine in terms of like, this That's, is not a play. Yeah. It's about utility and not fashion. Right. But all of those outfits are still cool as hell and they translate mm. really nicely to streetwear. Oh, obsessed. Yeah. That. Thank that you Michael showed, Kaplan.
1: They did have a really 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 good look going on on that planet. I loved it. So I yeah. don't Yeah, think that, I agree. That didn't jump out to me. Um It didn't? Sorry, I'm sorry. It's super cool. I, I do I saw what you were seeing. I just like, you know. Yeah, I oh my agree.
2: gosh, I literally like today was um uh, when, uh, during the Rick's road episode, the final episode of the season, when they're preparing for Marva's funeral and all of the people of Ferrex are coming out to the streets. I was just still stepping through it. Cause I'm like, look at that cool jacket back there. Look at those pants. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Like I, every piece is this very cool, really interesting design. I love it so much. I love it. So
1: in the same vein, but also not in the same vein, Um, Jyn Erso's outfits in Rogue One. I'm like, I could wear that. Like, they're super, super cool. And, yeah, feel a little, a little more wearable. Like, if I was to bound in some of that stuff, like, it'd work. Like, it would work, you know, in everyday life. Um, And I just, I just think, and yeah, they connect, I guess, a little bit, because Rogue One and But, like, just that... That feels like in the same arena almost. Am I wrong? I don't know. Like I feel you're not.
0: I feel like Jin is the type of person that whatever she puts on would be cool.
1: Yes, like Jin is just that cool kid
0: in high school that um like just wears cool. (laughs) Yes,
2: Uh, I mean you know that's not accidental, right? Since Rogue One and Andor are so tightly connected, even though. Rogue One is designed by Glenn Dillon and uh, Andor is by Michael Kaplan. They're, they're sharing a language there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Here's another thing that I um, had this moment recently while I was rewatching. Speaking of the same way that Sheev and Padme have, you know, some shared uh, style coding in their clothes. Um, why am I blanking out on his name? Hold on, hold on. It's going to make me crazy. Um, um, um. what is the name of the dude in Andor that Mon Mothma has to do dealings with?
0: Oh yes the Weasley guy
2: yeah he's like a, a magical um, oh Davos Golden um, they share a lot of design language Mm. Even to the Mm. point where there was one scene where, I mean, I, the first time we see him, he's in this fabulous peacock colored suit and he looks like just a jerk and he looks amazing though. Um, And then there is another scene where I, uh, um, I don't even remember what order they come in, but she's, you know, in the Senate doing her job and she's making a speech and her outfit is almost the same design lines and colors and i was like oh mm. she was always destined to be entangled with this monstrosity this is like a um not accidental and Ooh. i don't know if either of you recall the rabid rant i went on when we first watched andor about the tailoring on uh a little snarky's um the outfit that he says he did a little light tailoring on that's so brilliant!
0: <laughs> oh yes, yes, I do remember that because he yeah. tailored his own his own clothes. Yes, and we had a yeah. whole conversation about that. Yeah, we
1: did. Oh my god! Yes, I'm
0: surprised. You, I'm surprised Holly remembers that. That's it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, Damn. I never shut up about it because I love it so much. Like Cyril's outfit was so obviously altered in yes. a way that supported that text. Mm-hmm. And like I went on my little Twitter rant where I was like, look, you can see that this trim was not taken off before they made the alteration, which is how a good alteration would have been made, which shows one that it was altered and two that his Taylor hates him because I don't think he has these skills. Yeah. Um, I just <laughs> his Taylor hates him. I mean, who I wouldn't? It. It? who doesn't <laughs> who wouldn't he probably charges him twice as much for a half ass job and is like get that little weasel out of here
1: Fudge. but he presses it beautifully so it looks like it's really well done that's so interesting yeah i do remember that and what a good little detail like there are so many in that show the, the amount of people who are going to pick up on that I mean. Very few. It's Holly you and one probably them.
0: like a, like four other people. <laughs> a handful
1: of others. I mean. But it's so good. I mean. It's such a good, careful, thoughtful detail. You know? Oh, it's so good. It's great.
0: You know, the and- person who came up with it, it, was like saw Holly's rant and went,
1: yes! Yes! See? One
0: person got <laughs> on
2: it! <laughs> <laughs> There's some costume shop manager that was like, I told you that's how we
1: should do that. <laughs> um, someone punched the air. <laughs> um, yeah I mean love that but also to go back a little bit we can't talk about fashion in Star Wars and not talk about Lando Calrissian ah! we can't not talk about that man's gorgeous capes we can't do it that man is one of the most well put together men yes. in Star Wars that dude knows how to put together an ensemble and like ooh. I I live. I want to play in his closet. So his cape closet, of course. Yes.
2: Yeah, I do. Who doesn't? I'm still, you know, I'm 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 holding out hope that we will actually get a Lando. Well, they came out with news movie now. Is the plan? Yeah, Um,
0: and and, uh, Donald Glover's writing it.
2: Yeah, he should. uh, As he should. I want that to happen. I'm kind of in the. Not to be negative, but just the I'll believe it when I see it, only because I don't want to continue being attached to this concept and thinking about it perpetually. Yeah. And if I find out later that it all fell apart, I'll be less sad. I'm just, it's expectations management for me. But I just, I'm like, who's gonna, who's gonna design that show? Because that sounds pretty cool
1: to me. Oh my God, you do it.
2: Um, I don't (laughs) think I I have the chops for that, but...
0: (laughs) Did we see somewhere that um han kept the cape closet is that did he because that's amazing i I feel like i feel like i we i saw somewhere that that happened but i can't that may just be my
1: my where would that detail be it would be in a book probably right like we haven't seen it visually aside from solo like we haven't seen it since yeah i don't
0: i it was like like, way down the line, like, yeah, I think, like, when Ray had the Falcon, like, the cape closet was still there or something. I don't Interesting. know. I could be making that up, but I, th- I thought that was... uh
1: Listen, I love that thinking. Finn's I was having a fever thinking. dream. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of <But> speaking, <laughs> speaking of Solo, Kira has some banging outfits, too. Yeah, she like does. She, she has a dress that I'm like, one day I will get to wear that dress. Like, that black, long... Yeah. Yeah, oh my, with the slit. Oh, girl, like stunning. She's stunning. And I just got Crimson Climb by E.K. Yeah. E. Johnson. And I can't wait to see if her outfits are described. I will be very excited. I know she probably won't be wearing a ton of evening wear, but like every single thing Kira wears excites me. So like, I and I know it's a novel. So like, pro- we probably won't have a lot of page time, if you will real estate dedicated to what she wears but i don't care i'm just like let's see because she's a champion and like i have no idea what's in this book but i'm amped i'm amped to see it because e.k johnson does such a good job with like you know describing like the handmaidens and stuff like that like there's a lot there that i'm like i'm excited to read this because I know there will be something. <laughs> there will be something that I get excited about that I'm like I can see that in my mind's eye and I also want it in my closet like now. Thank you. Um yeah. That was
2: um designed by David Crossman and Glenn Dillon and I love that Style. entire movie because there's a definite yummy 80s vibe that goes through it that's like yeah. mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. right down to the glitter um, nail polish, but I will tell you, you do get some clothing discussion in Crimson Climb, so. Yes. Amazing.
1: Uh, Johnson
2: continues to make me happy. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, see, I, her, her black dress is beautiful, but I'm way more into all of the, like, kind of ruggedy scrum rat stuff that looks like it's from the, yeah. um, um, love is a battlefield video. That's really <laughs> yes,
1: been about <laughs> hardcore Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, like, so yeah. here for all of that.
2: Yeah, I love that
1: too. I love all of it. Like I said, everything Kira wears, I'm like, I want it. I want
2: that it. That whole, Thank you. um, that whole. That's another film that you don't think about as being like couture level construction necessarily, but like, mm. I had the good fortune to visit Lucasfilm when they had some Of the costumes from it on display, and Dryden Voss's suit is so beautifully made that I was just like gagging. Um, oh my god, I was just like, I don't mean can I just sit here and you all go away and let me have my time with this? And like, no, Holly, you can't, you can't do that. Um, it's so beautifully made, everything and like Enfus Nest's costume up up close Ooh. is like. Mind-boggling. Like the mm. the detail in it is so beautiful, and again, every piece is so beautifully made. Um, but yeah, I was really quite blown away by the
1: tailoring on Dryden's costume. That 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 tracks. Like, because also Paul Bettany wore the hell out of it. So like, yeah. But like, like I can I understand why they would put that kind of thought into his costume yeah, in particular. For sure. Like it makes sense.
0: Um and Enfys Nest costume yeah. is just
1: stunning. Cool. Freaking
0: amazing. It, yeah. It's amazing. Like, it's it, one of those yeah. you walk into a celebration with something like that on and everybody kind of turns their head and goes, "Whoa."
1: <laughs> it's giving Nile. I think I've said that before that like it's just is giving like it's the same vibe. Like they could hang out at the same like lunch table. Like the the Nile and Emphas Nest. <laughs> like like the great, 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 great grandchild of Marquonro is like hanging out and it's like I don't know why, but it's just it gives the same I don't know. Vibe. No or at least that's what I picture at like when I'm thinking about the Nile. I'm picturing Emphas Nest, really. Yeah. I can see it. But yeah. All I right, mean
0: there's,
1: there's, there's one person I'm
0: surprised you haven't mentioned, Holly. Who? Krennick. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, he's wearing an
2: Imperial officer's uniform. They're beautifully made. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I think Dedra Mira wore it better. Ooh. Just because, like, yeah. I mean, she is put together. Like, there's <laughs> no, there's no. I could see Krennick like realizing even though he seems very fastidious. I could see him not realizing like that there was like a spot or something on his uniform because he's so mm. busy being driven by his hubris. Um but I could see I don't think the same thing would happen to Dedramiro. She'd be like, there is a two millimeter graze of a gray color something that I must have leaned against and we must immediately rectify the situation.
1: hundred percent. Yeah. She is not stepping a toe out of dress code. That's for sure.
2: But also like, I mean, to talk old school, shout out to John Mollo for designing those uniforms back in the seventies. Yes. And it's still, I mean, it's borrowed from a lot of existing military design lines, but it's still something so completely identifiable. If someone were walking down the street in just one of those jackets with no insignia, nothing else, you'd be like, "Are you cosplaying Star Wars?" like instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um because, you know, that's that is what an imposing and slightly terrifying, probably racist monster looks like in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. We know.
1: Yeah. Speaking of imposing, um Vader. Yeah. Like, we have to talk about that and, and how the Edna Mode two would capes. lose. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for ruining my joke. But yes, Edna Mode would lose her mind with his capes. Well, he doesn't fly. So yes, but even so, um, even so, no capes. Um, he could fly. I'm like, he, he hasn't can jump
0: fl- real far. He hasn't flown in anything we've seen.
1: <laughs> right. Uh. He also, he flies ships. It's pretty right. good pilot from what I hear, <laughs> but yeah, and then no capes. But like, just that in terms of costuming, I, I know it's hard to kind of like discuss where he starts and the costume ends because like he's a machine and like there's right. less stuff. He's going more on. machine
0: than man now.
1: That's it, I've heard that somewhere. I'm sure um, it's yeah. online at yeah. this point, but
2: they have as part of that touring exhibit. Uh, in the Vader room, they have a series of photographs that are Hayden getting into the outfit piece by piece. So you see really where it starts and ends. And you see, like, what has to click together and what Lego-like order for the mask to all work right. And how, you know, each piece of the the soft goods have to be put on in a certain order. Uh, and it's really, really interesting. That's so cool. Um You know, that's one of those that is, you know, obviously he's not doing hair and makeup, but like it has such a specific order of operations in terms of going from out of costume to into costume that um, I imagine it takes a minute. Mm. And it also looks hot as Hades. It looks miserable to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: I wonder how much different Hayden's suit was compared to prouses
2: oh um i mean they are different mm-hmm. um but
0: like the construction like did he have to go through the lego um situation as David well prouse
2: oh yeah. yeah oh yeah if anything it got easier um because it wasn't again I'm not I'm not shading anybody that came before but by the time the prequels were happening there had just been so many technological jumps forward and a recognition of like what it really was like to have these pieces on. It evolved during the original trilogy, too. Like, those are, if you really look closely at Vader movie to movie, there are differences. And they are, like, yeah. Vader costumers who can tell you just off the top of their head, like, which thing shifted, how much, etc. But, like, part of it, too, is that they started to prioritize things like, hey, what if this dude has to pee? um which you know was maybe not top of mind when they made the initial one so like there are zippers in places and and there are things like that that are just logistical needs but there are also subtle design shifts and some of them that happen (sighs) just because of you know the way something got machined this time around versus last time around
0: it's also like just a development thing like you come up with the design and you're kind of playing around to get to the mm-hmm. design that you like and so like the first movie comes around you literally have that model that you played around with by the time the second movie goes you were like well I can make this a lot faster yeah, and a lot easier if I do it this way and it'll look pretty much the same and so no. it's uh, it just kind of over time like yeah the prequels are going to be better because you've done it <laughs> like 15 times you've done this. it
2: 15 times now uh-huh. you have an entire team dedicated to like this costume um you know it just all all of the resources have expanded and become more robust and more knowledgeable so of course there's it's gonna be a little a little better with a, each iteration I really wonder and I never got a, a close look how different or if there's a significant difference in the way the Vader costume for Obi-Wan um, was constructed.
0: That's I was literally just wondering that. It, I mean, well, other than
2: yeah, the no. obvious, you know, half face exposed situation, which was new, right. but.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. <laughs> oh, Oops.
2: Oh, Oops. My helmet fell off partway <laughs> again. Damn it. Oops.
0: It happens to him in the comics all the time. Right? Yes. <laughs>
2: because it looks cool and scary it does Uh, yeah Mm, mm, clothes star wars clothes the jackets of star wars are really my love
1: get out like the jackets are just the best like my god they're so phenomenal they're so good they're really good they're so good. good
2: i mean i i really like you know a lot of the um a lot of the look of star Wars and particularly like those kinds of utility garments are rooted so much in, you know, stuff that was just readily available in the seventies. Right. We know that like so many racing jumpsuits got reappropriated as cut down into jackets, some reused for pants, some are, you know, Bo Shack is essentially in one with a little uh, bib over it as he wanders around the cantina. Um, there's it's it has then in turn continued to inform not only Star Wars costuming but fashion that I just find that whole through line fascinating right like you just see things that are cut that way that have nothing to do with the way those were used in the 70s that are now just like a like kicky this is my this is my autumn ensemble this is my autumn coat I love it
0: love it
1: yeah it. it's fascinating
0: all right i don't want to keep you all night uh is there anything anything else that uh like obviously we could literally have an entire episode just on fashion of one show regardless we could do
2: part two like yeah. i mean so we it's... haven't even talked about the ahsoka Amiri
0: oh but we're having you back for that specifically
2: Those are some costumes and like the heartbreak that we lost Shauna Terpsik, which breaks my heart. Um, But those those costumes have had my attention for some time now. I'm obsessed with them.
0: So, yes, we will. We 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 already we already got you on the books um, coming back for uh, one of one of the the, the witch episodes of uh, Ahsoka.
1: Near and dear to my heart. Oh, I love them so much. They're so good. So good, but we'll save that. That's your sneak peek, I guess.
0: So, apparently, we talked fashion in indoor, and we'll talk fashion in Ahsoka. That's uh,
2: yes, it's important. We won't even have to talk about how grossed out I am that the table is the floor, but that's a whole other issue.
0: (laughs) I literally (laughs) just listened to the Ahsoka episode of Full of (laughs) Sith.
2: I'm so I remain so grossed out. (laughs) Yeah, that is disgusting. disgusting. I'm sure Your it's, like, butt. space sanitized, but it's so gross. It is. No, thank you. So, Holly, how mm-hmm. can people remind you? I'll be standing in the corner holding all of my food items so that I don't have to put them on the table. Um, I am still on Twitter for the moment as Surliest Girl, and I'm on Instagram as SurlyGirly5, and on Blue Sky just as me, Holly Fry. Uh, Stuff you missed in history class continues to truck along. That is missed in history pretty much everywhere. Criminalia, same deal, except it is we're just hashtag Criminalia if you want to find us. Um, I think that's I think that's most of it full of sith. Yeah, that thing too, but you okay. already plugged it for me so I didn't have to. Full of Sith out there all the time uh Star Warsing it up. We just talked about our Star Wars resolutions for the year and I forgot to talk about food, which made me feel foolish. Um but yeah, that's where I'm at. Just oh, tooting said, it around the internet, cooking things.
0: Yeah, you said something on the resolutions episode that had me laughing hysterical, but I can't remember what it was. I'm like I, I should have written it down. I don't know either. I don't know, but. I don't know, all right, you can find us on all the socials as Talking Tauntauns, Blue Sky Threads, Instagram, X, um, website at uh, you can find us TalkingTauntauns You can email us, contact at Talking Tauntauns. You can leave a five star review, um, share the show with a friend, an enemy, your pet—I don't care—share it with someone. Um, why are you shaking your head at me? You can share a no, show, too. I was too. shaking my head at my cat. Uh, Don't oh, worry okay.
1: about it. Uh, share it with your pet. Uh, you said pet. I looked at him. He's being weird. I shook
0: my head. Okay. Well, that he, he should be watching and listening to the episodes. He is.
1: Right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. And with
0: that, we'll see you next time. Bum, bum, bum.